And it's like, no wonder, you know, you're feeling like you're not consistent because you're not checking off those 10, 13 boxes in a day mm-hmm. because you just can't. Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Brayden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stalker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California and a mom of two under two. And together, we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your growth. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. You've got Brayden and Alyssa here today. Hey, hey. And we're talking about your mindset around consistency or maybe a lack thereof. So Alyssa, I feel like if you're in real estate, you probably could be very familiar with um, either how consistency is difficult or how like you need to be better at it. Would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think that there's an old phrase called consistency is key. And like, (laughs) you know, we deal with keys. It just kind of always goes hand in hand, right? Like, so. Totally. Yeah. So we had had an Instagram story up probably about a month ago now um, at the time we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And I just asked our community if they were having any, any difficulty, difficulties around their mindset and for them to share, you know, if they'd be willing to share um, for potential podcast episodes. And so this comment was basically that they're struggling with consistency and that they feel like some days we do it all and some days it's like getting nothing done. And I think if you're a mom and you're also, you know, running or building your real estate business, this is very relatable because every single day in real estate and in motherhood looks so different. And so if you don't have, you know, consistent activities that you're doing on repeat, it could, it could really easily feel like, wow, this whole week went by and like, do I even know what I got done? Or Mm -hmm. do I know like what my results were? Like, did I put in the actual work that I needed to get done? And I also think that on the flip side, you know, when we talk a lot about like balance and, you know, finding your flow, as you put it, Alyssa, like between Mm -hmm. motherhood and business is like, was I consistent also in the needed family times? Um, And my, you know, spending time with my spouse or with my kids or, and not just like spending so much time, you know, but like your quality. And so I think that today we should really frame this conversation around like the quality of what you're doing in Mm -hmm. both areas, rather than getting everything done. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's a few components to this. So I think component number one is actually scheduling the time in either, either part of your life. I think component number two is being intentional with that time and being focused. And I think the third part of it is, is 
is evaluation more than anything. Like, is this working for me either way? Um, and permission to let some things go or to try and implement something else. So like, if I go back to the first thing I said, which is scheduling, I think we've had a lot of discussion around different types of scheduling, like time blocking or, you know, just really time management. And I think that you can never talk about time management or revisit it enough because you can always improve and be efficient. And as your business changes, your time changes, you may have more freedom because you implemented systems well, or I mean, your kids go to school, they're not in school. I mean, there's so many circumstances in your life and career where your time needs are going to change. So I think it's really important to evaluate like what type of time management system really works for you. And this is something that I just went through. Um, I actually scheduled a system or more of like a process, I should say a process coaching call for myself, because I, I needed someone else to look at my business because I felt like I was drowning. Like I felt yeah. like I just could not keep up even with an assistant, even with, you know, this and that in place and like systems, I still felt like I was just like drowning, like just always something to do, never enough time in the day. Um, and the, the girl that I did the, the session with Kelly Armstrong, she's amazing. She's like the queen of this stuff. Um, and she's also in, in, um, the podcast that you and I both love guide culture. She's in, she's been in their program too. Um, so she's familiar with like daily deposit and all those okay. kinds of things like that you love. Um, mm-hmm. and she really helped me take a look at my business. Like we really sat there and, and broke things down. Like, is this something I have to do? is this something I want to do? Is this something I could delegate out? And I really was just trying to stack my days too hard. And I talked about this previously, like when my kids got into school, I felt like, Ooh, I have all this time. Yeah. (laughs) And all I did was pack it with more stuff. And then I realized I was having trouble switching gears when they came home and then getting to the family stuff. I would reach dinner time and I'm sure a lot of you feel like this and you probably feel like this, Brandon. You're like, I don't want to cook dinner. Like I can't, yeah. my can't even, I'm either too tired or I can't shut my brain off to like focus on that type of a task right now. I don't know if that happens to you, but it's like somehow dinner seems too complicated for me. Yeah, um, totally. No, I, I 100% can relate to that. Yeah. One, because like cooking is one of my least favorite tasks. Yeah. Just on the planet um (laughs) I like it when I want to do it like when I'm in the mood yeah like that could be fun for me like to make something great but otherwise it's like daunting for the day-to-day for the sake of having to feed yourself and others (laughs) right yeah but and then I do I get like caught up in that just like all the things and then it's like my husband's like what's for dinner and I'm like oh my gosh like I hate this question like yeah. I can't even think like, and you know, for me, it's like, gosh, like I need to just chill out. Like, you know, it's just, that's just how it is in our family. Like he does not make dinner. And honestly, I don't know 
like that's probably not going to change yeah you know so he's just wanting to know what we're going to have for dinner and I'm like do you even like I'm like freaking out do you even know like what is all is going on in my brain today (laughs) and like of course he doesn't you know but it's like and that's my own fault that's my own fault for how you know I need to Mm -hmm. manage better and Mm -hmm. delegate things and Mm-hmm. have things better prepared or whatever it is so that I don't freak out on my family when they're like, Hey, what's for dinner? Yeah. And and part of that is like scheduling in that time to plan that. Um, yeah. And like, just like you would put in all your work appointments and like you put in like your kids activities or something like that. Like I now, like one of the things I started doing instead of piling my hours with work activities, I also include like, okay, one hour after school is a focused kid activity. And then, cause I don't know about you. Like, I feel like, okay, that's, that's like, um, and I know your kids aren't, aren't in, a, in school or like a, a program, but like, for me, I'm like, I'm sure you schedule your day this way. Like, as if like you have to break it up into chunks and, you know, have intentional time with them. They have busy time, you know, stuff like that. Quiet time. Yeah. It, like when they get home, I just want to hear about their day. I want to be with them like, um, and just be focused. But I think once you do that and you like schedule it in, then you're like, okay, now I feel better about going off and doing something else like laundry. Like I'm not ignoring them. Like it, right. I find that like scheduling in intentional things gives me more freedom to go about my day to do things that aren't necessarily on the, the, the schedule, but they're on the to-do list and to get done. And so really shifting into this, this scheduling piece, I, I found that like scheduling in the work time, not over scheduling. Like I literally only give myself like three to four things a day now to do because I know they're going to take me longer than I think they should. <laughs> right. And, and that, like, I just don't overstack myself. And then I'm blessed with extra time to do something or oh, I'm, I got it all done just on time. And it, it feels more of a win than like looking at the end of the day of like, well, that didn't get done. And don't get me wrong. There are days like yesterday, I had like a couple of things. Um, I'm using this app called Asana. Do you use Asana? I don't. I've heard of it. Um, I think I did a trial with it, um, but I don't use it myself. So it's not, it's like, it's kind of like a task list and it does have scheduling features. I kind of use it in conjunction with my calendar, but like I've found it really helpful because you can like repeat tasks on certain days. So I don't have to like sit there and write out my to-do list if they're things I typically do on Mondays and Wednesdays or like or repetitive things or repetitive weekly meetings, that kind of thing. I have it on there set. So I find it just, it works easy. It's on the desktop and then it's also on my app or or on my phone um, with the app. But like, I find that it helps me really get a bird's eye view of everything that I do, things I want to do if I had extra time, kind of go on another list. But I have like my dailies on there and I find that I pretty much accomplish most of them. Like sometimes there's one or two I don't or I move things around, but I feel a lot more accomplished and less down on myself because there was a time like like literally a time like a month or two ago that for months that I was like, Instead of looking at the positive of how much I did get done, all I could focus on was 
the like the ending never ending list of things that didn't make it today and right I don't want to approach my day like that anymore it's not good for my mindset and so just looking you know through that session I learned how to to better delegate things in my week and you know, stacking the beginning of the week really heavy and letting it taper off toward the end, preparing for the weekend. And, you know, I find that just that mix of really scheduling work and personal in there together really helped me with this. Totally. And you brought up a really good point of like having three or four things on your list daily. And that's something that I wrote down is like, what are your you know, either the basic or like the fundamental tasks that you need to be doing on a daily basis or however often it is, like that are going to be the needle movers. Because what I think we tend to do is we create this huge long list um, of a combination of like big things, client appointments, um, lead generation, we'll put like household tasks, we'll put all of like the admin work. And it's like, no wonder, you know, you're feeling like you're not consistent because you're not checking off those 10, 13 boxes in a day Mm -hmm. because you just can't like Mm -hmm. you need to focus and you need, like you did, you need to look and see what can I let go? Okay. What can I delegate out? What do I need help with? Um, You can't be. I don't think that you can be consistent and effective when you have this like never ending to do list day after day after day. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, because, you know, you might be in the middle of doing like, let's say you have, let's say you're working on, I'll give an example. Like I need to work on a relocation guide for our clients. It's going to be a lead magnet. Um, And I know that I need to work on it. It's like a project, Mm -hmm. but I have two other like main things that I'm kind of working on right now. And so right now that relocation guide is not on my to-do list, you know, because I need to set aside like a couple of chunks of time where I can work on that and be focused Mm -hmm. because right now, if I was to put it on my to-do list, it would keep getting, it wouldn't get tracked each day. It would keep moving to the next day and the next day, and the Mm -hmm. next day, and then you get in this cycle, and you start, like, beating down on yourself, like, oh, I didn't do that thing again, oh, I didn't do that thing again, I'm so inconsistent, I'm so inconsistent, Mm -hmm. you know, versus doing the main things that you need to get done, your needle movers, being able to be like, I'm, you know, getting these done, I'm effective, I'm consistent, And then I'm adding on or I'm delegating out. And it changes your mindset when you actually are like winning your task list. Yeah. Because you know you're being consistent because you set yourself up for success versus setting yourself up for Mm -hmm. overwhelm, burnout, and failure. Mm -hmm. And like going into the second thing that I was talking about, like being intentional and focused, that's not just like, you know... Um, well, actually something I, I learned about this morning that I'm going to try to implement was like, um, there's like a, you know, focus timers kind of thing, like mm-hmm. apps, like I need to use something like that, but anyway, <laughs> my head, my mind just wanders, but, and then I'll be like, Ooh, let me open a new tab so I can look at that later. And it just distracts me. But anyways, <laughs> I, just, I literally just did that with this conversation. Um, <laughs> I opened a new tab. 
in, in my thought. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, what I was saying is like being intentional and focused is not just about actually physically being present and your mind being focused, but it's also about being intentional of like prioritizing the tasks you do pick out. So like what I try to do is I look at my day, I'd look at it at I look at the day, next day, the night before, like when I go to bed so that I have, I not like I can try to shut my head off when I go to sleep. Cause like, I'm like, okay, yes, this is what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't need to think about it anymore. Now I know I'll think about it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then, then in the morning when I wake up, I look at it again and that's when I sit and I arrange, like, I don't try to arrange my tasks when I plan them out. Like I actually sit out in the morning and I'm like, okay, top priority is the thing that I want to do the least. And usually the thing that will be most important to making me money sooner. (laughs) (laughs) The hardest thing, right? So um, I usually put that as like top priority. And then like I order it, you know, in significance. And then I find that like, it's so easy to put off the thing that you don't want to do. But the thing that you maybe don't want to do, but you know, it's going to help you. It's kind of like, it's like human nature. We want to resist help even from ourselves. Right. Right. So it's like, there's that horrible thing on your to-do list that you're like, gosh, I know that creating that freebie will grow my list and, you know, growing my list will help convert and sell, sell, sell something or create a relationship or create a new client. Like, I mean, there's so many thoughts around that, but it's like, I know that that one action could create something for me in the near future, but I just don't feel like doing that right now. <laughs> and so yeah, I look at that like that, or like, for example, um, doing like engagement or um, like, creating mailers. I hate creating mailers. Like I hate creating mailers so much, (laughs) but I know that if every day they don't get in the mail, that's every day I'm not reaching somebody. Right. Right. So it's like, I always prioritize, um, you know, prospecting content and follow-up. Like those are the three needle movers for me because I need content in order to effectively prospect, but I need to prospect in order to get business And I also need to follow up with those prospects to get the business. So those are like, those are like, no matter what I do in the day, if I did something in the realm of those three things, I feel accomplished. And I think you can simplify it down to that. It's like, it doesn't have to be everything on your to-do list, but if you just check a box of the type of work that helps move your business forward, especially in these summer months. Like if people are lighter, but they, they, they still want to show up, um, you know, and try to, to keep, you know, keep going. And we're in this market shift. So I can't even imagine like the people who were like, yeah, I think I'm going to take it easy this summer, you know, (laughs) work a little lighter. And then now people I think are feeling like, oh my gosh, now I have to change like my whole business. (laughs) You know? So, um, I don't know about you guys, but that, you know, went through my head, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think on that note, I think that doing the, going back to the basics, like having conversation, building relationships, you know, putting out the content, I think that that is going to become 
so needed if you want to, I don't want to say survive, but I do kind of have a feeling that if you are not showing up, you know, and intentional with your lead generation, your marketing, your conversations that you're having, I do have a feeling that that's going to kick out some of the agents that kind of got in and felt like, you know, they were just getting their listings sold and Mm -hmm. all of that. Um, Just on that side note. So going back to your daily list and your daily tasks, like, are you having conversations with people? Are you putting out content? Are you, you know, lead generating, Mm -hmm. following up with your leads? I do think that Alyssa is right on the money with that when she's saying that, you know, you could boil it down to those things, because I think that's going to be essential with the market changing and Mm -hmm. kind of going back to a more balanced or regular market Mm -hmm. um it the basics I think are going to come back into play a lot more Mm -hmm. yep absolutely that that could be that could be a whole whole other episode (laughs) for sure um but but yeah I I think that you know simplifying it for yourself we always talk about overcomplicating and simplifying things and the the reason simplifying works so well is it's not like you're getting less done it's it's shaping you to do more it's like right. it's it's helping your mindset feel accomplished and um it's it's tra- it's like training right so it's like it's a steady growth like you're training your brain you're training you know you're training your business like okay now i've like these tasks are so simple and i do this all the time I got this down. Now I can bring in something else. Now I can take on this. And like, that is the point of really simplifying down. And I think agents get just so inundated with messaging all over the place. Like, especially like if you're, um, you know, watching other people, like we always talk mm-hmm. about on social media, like, oh, they're doing that. Like that must really work for them. I should right. that. Or like people talk about um, in Facebook groups, like, is anyone using this program? Yeah. You generate and you're like, wait, what's that program? Yeah. And yeah. then you go down a rabbit hole and then you want to like alter your whole business and like invest in something new. But it's like, I think it's good to consider those things. And I think it's good to, um, to like, you know, plan for future implementation. But I, it's so important to just stay intentional and focus on what you are doing right now. And, you know, it's sort of like in meditation, like, you know, how like you're supposed to, and I'm really bad at meditating, by the way. But it's like, you know how you're supposed <laughs> to just like sit there and quiet with your mind. And like, it's okay if a thought pops into your head, let it float past you. Like, yeah, let let all the let all those like ideas and things that like you see everyone else doing, like let it all float past you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the same concept. Like I have to tell myself that like I cannot. I, I mean, I hate to say I cannot do something, but I mean, like I, it doesn't serve me well to think to myself that I can effectively market on social media. I can effectively market on every single platform possible, like fully show up there. And then I am an expert farmer and I'm an expert at uh, community events and expert at networking groups and an expert at, um, you know, um, Zillow leads. Like, I mean, I, you can, you, 
you can't possibly show up everywhere and be no. good at every place to where it's running efficiently. And so I think that like thinking about, you know, simplifying, you know, your consistency, what's worked for you in the past, what's working for you now, what's maybe one new thing you can try and if, does it fit with what you're already doing? Does it complement? And do you have a system in place to bring something new in before you bring it in, you know? So that's what I try to do. Um, And by no means am I perfect at it. Like literally I had to do a coaching call to reorganize my life. But um, I think that that's important. I think it's good. Like if you need help, seek the help because yes, it's so important. And I think that we are as moms, it's so hard for us to ask for help. And um, it can change. It can change everything. Like my life has been running so much more smoothly since I did that. So, and I'm sure I'll hit another bump in the road and have to pivot and rethink it all again. But right. It's, it's called recalibrating for a reason. So totally. Yeah. And I do want to like leave off with you know, I don't, and I wish I could remember the podcast that I had heard this, but I had it, they basically were interviewing this. um, He was a top producer in his market. And just like year over year, his numbers and like his team numbers were just, you know, really good. Um, And they weren't like, he didn't have like these drastic spikes. And I think he had been in, it's like he was in the business for 30 years by the time that I had listened to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And they were basically like, what's your secret? Like, what are you doing? What are you adding? And he said something which you don't hear often. And he said, look, my success and like my team's success, being able to be a top producer in my market year over year, it's really boring. And (laughs) he said, I'm not bored. He said, it's boring because you know what? We do the same things over and over. We don't add in like all these new things, shiny object syndrome. And he was kind of like making fun of us like new agents. Mm -hmm. And he's like, because you're going to go listen to this podcast and you're going to try to go find out what I'm doing and you know, you're going to go follow this person who's doing that. And then this person who's doing that. And he was like, he's like, my business is consistently boring Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's boring, but it's consistent. And he was like, find what you like to do, find what works for you and your business and just keep doing it over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. And I think, I think for some, if you're a new agent listening to this too, you may not know what that is yet. So it's okay to go explore the different objects and play around and and see, find your fit and and what works for you. Um, And I think too, you know, I think there's a lot of value in that, in that statement. I think that it's really good. Um, I think that it's always good to have an open mind um, because you know what could change, like when markets flip or, um, you know, technology changes, um, you know, there are definitely new things that come out that right. help you make you more efficient, reach a new audience. They're like, for example, you know, going to TikTok, like there yeah. are things, but do you need to go dive in everything you're doing and like, or put everything on hold and then go like completely focus on TikTok so that like the other stuff falls? No, like, right. I, I think that that is what consistency is. is yeah. 
continuing to do the thing um, that moves. But <clears throat> I still think it's good to to keep an open mind, but just don't let it distract. Right. And I, th- I think that's what he was saying essentially was like, he was like, listen, I'm not going to tell you like I do you know, we keep adding in these new like marketing things every other time we have somebody call us. And he's like, because do you know how many calls we get? Like, we all know you get your real estate license and then like you're inundated with like, oh, buy this, buy that. Like, I can't even Mm -hmm. tell you, I was sitting in my Keller Williams office, the, you know, when I was like two months into the business, Mm -hmm. some guy calls me about some kind of website ad thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try this. This sounds awesome. And I was like, a month later, I was like, why am I so stupid? Like, (laughs) I was like, I got suckered into this ad thing. And I'm like, I don't even know where this ad is. Like I'm paying for it. I have no idea where it's at. Like I try to reach the company and they're like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's on these sites. And I'm like, well, can I see like what it looks like? And they're like, well, no, we can't show you, but like it's working. And I'm like, I don't know. No. What did I do? Like, you know, and it's like things like that, but it was just funny because he was like, you know, he's like, you got to go back to your, you got to find what works for you. Find your couple, couple of pillars. And, um, I think, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked and Mm -hmm. to try to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there should be a process kind of like, remember when we were talking about like you have your like idea bank Mm -hmm. and it's like okay I heard about this and I might want to implement it but like I'm not in a season right now of like adding new things I think that's so smart to be like okay I'm going to come back to this yeah in two or three months like and see do I want to try to implement one of these things in the idea bank yeah at this time. And then if not, that's okay. Or maybe I implement it and it doesn't work after a couple of months. And I say, okay, I'm going to go back to that idea bank. I think there's so much value in like having a, you know, having your like main things and then having kind of like a system where you can go and try things, test it out, evaluate it. And then if it doesn't work, okay, maybe we throw that out. Maybe we try something else, but not like, just trying things on a whim because you saw somebody else talking about it or you got a phone call or, you know, wherever you saw it on social media, like giving yourself time to like process it, see if it's going to be a good fit. And if it's going to become something that's going to stay in your business, or if it's just a season of, I'm going to try this out and then it doesn't end up working. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, um, I think that, like for me, I do keep like a running note in my phone. Like when I think of stuff, I have like several of them, like different categories. <laughs> but I like that's my bank. Like I write it all down. And then sometimes I go back later, like going back through them and I'm like, mm, that was a dumb idea. Like I'm not. <laughs> but what if I had like taken immediate action on it? Like how much time? Yeah. you know so like I'm glad that I do that and then sometimes I'm like oh I forgot like I should totally do that like I can incorporate that now so it really is like a valuable thing um especially if you are seeing things all the time like before and that's another thing so like I um something that I'm probably known for by a lot of people is implementing and implementing fast and it's a good thing 
but it can also be a bad thing. Like it can push me into directions that I shouldn't be going, which is the whole purpose of that bank. Right. Right. Like, um, I'm learning to, um, with my time too. like, yes, I want to try to complete this task or complete this project or idea right now. But if I take a pause and I come back to it later, I might be able to make it even better. Right. Um, and I've been doing that a lot too, with like writing lately, like, um, like emails, um, you know, like email marketing and things like that. Caption writing, like stuff that I try to knock out. Um, like I don't want to sit there with writer's block obviously, but I try to like knock out like an initial draft, but that doesn't have to be it. Like I can go back and make it even better if I like leave it and then come back to it. And I think you can do the same thing with these type of tasks. Like if you're looking to try something in your business, like research it, evaluate it, decide and like come back to it before you actually implement. Because I think that can save you a lot of time wasted trying to explore something that maybe wasn't really right for you. Yeah, totally. And it kind of gives you time to let the emotions maybe play out a little bit so that you can make more of a business decision rather than something that's only on emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think this was really good. I think that, you know, not even just real estate moms, but probably anybody in the business could relate to feeling at some point or another, like a lack of consistency and like trying to manage you know, doing a lot one day and then the next day or, you know, going through seasons. And so we just would encourage you, like, go back to the basics. We have a couple of episodes of where we talk about this, like our, our basic pillars, like our, you know, our scheduling Mm -hmm. and time blocking for real estate agents. And those are some of like our most popular episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can make a post in the group um, if you need to go back to those as well. But I would say, you know, that it's okay to give yourself grace if not every day looks the same or you have, you know, one day where you get more done than the other, but track where, you know, when you're getting what done and how much you're getting done. And if you're feeling like you're moving the needle and doing, you know, your essential activities versus non-essential activities. And then you can maybe implement whether it's a new schedule, a new routine, try time blocking, or um, I think it's like the Pomodoro method where you have like the, the um, time. uh, Yeah. That timer found. Yeah. Yeah. I found this morning that I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, just try things out and until you find what's going to work really well for you. Mm -hmm. And also remember that what may work really well for you for a season in your business may end up having to shift later on as you grow or Mm -hmm. as life changes, maybe as your, you know, the market changes or your clientele changes, like there's give yourself just grace in it, but also just like, I think tracking and, evaluating where you're at and how you're actually doing will be really helpful. Yep. Yep. Well, I appreciate this conversation. I am going to go try 
focusing with the time up today on my task, but um, would love to hear your guys' ideas on this. If you have things that work really well for you in terms of consistency um, and managing that, join us in our Facebook group. If you're not a part of the group, search the Modern Real Estate Mama on Facebook or check the show notes. We'll be sure to get you in. Um, And thanks so much for listening. Bye. If you've been enjoying the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast, it would mean so much to us if you would leave us a review on how this podcast has impacted your listening today. Whether you heard us on Apple or Spotify, your review helps other moms in real estate discover this podcast. Mm-hmm.